Hey, I'm Ethan. Hey, I'm Mike. I watched the first half of Bohemian Rhapsody. I watched the second half of Bohemian Rhapsody. And this is the the other other half. Well, Ethan, what? It's it's Uh, this time of year again when we talk about Oscar movies. Boy, and I just, we had a. A whole other episode all ready to go. We did. And we were like, no. Nope. We have to push it off. We have to be as timely as possible because yes. we know what the people want. The people want us to talk about Oscar movies. Yes. We did this last year. We watched all the movies that we hadn't seen. Uh, the movies literally just got, uh, like, the the nominations were released, like, yesterday. Two days ago, whenever Two you listen to this. Two days ago, whatever. Yeah. And then we were, like, scrambling. We we're like, fuck, there's, like, five movies that we haven't seen yep. yet. Because I only saw good movies this year. So. Oh, so you'll have to see which ones Mike thinks are good movies by, which ones are absent. So far, all of them are good. So far. this is the first episode. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so, yeah. So we were scrambling. We're like, okay, well, what movie should we watch? It wound up that the movie that we were going to watch uh, wound up being in the same theater that Bohemian Rhapsody was playing and around the same time. So we're like, all right, let's do Bohemian Rhapsody first. Yep. Um, this has been a very interesting film. Yeah, so, I, I, well, honestly, like, I don't know if you want to talk about the Oscars a little bit, but this is some very interesting Oscar nominations, yeah, I would say. Yeah, yeah. Um, we, we discussed it earlier in private, but, um, yeah, I feel like that this is not, there's a lot of snubs. Like, there's a lot, quite a few. Like, a lot more than usual, I feel. Like, there's I, always some. But. Yeah, it's a little strange. And it's also weird, because, like, I think I mentioned it before, not necessarily on the podcast, but, like, there's, there's the directors who made Moonlight and La La Land have come back and make made more movies, you know, that have been critically acclaimed. Mm-hmm. And it's just weird to see these guys who have made, like, Oscar-nominated, nearly wi- winning movies snubbed, like, completely ignored, yeah. you know, like, two years later. It's really weird to see um, for, you know, the movies that have been nominated for the Best Picture podcast, or be- Best Picture uh, awards. I don't know. It's... It's an interesting year for for Oscar. I, yeah, I think I think um, Black Panther being nominated. Yeah, that's was not at all what I was expecting. Very interesting. Yeah, um, but okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I like Black Panther enough, but I don't know. I okay, don't know, sure. Man. I don't even think it's the best superhero <clears throat> movie ever made. No, I don't. I, I agree. <laughs> There's plenty of other great ones. Yeah, um, man. I don't know. And I, I think again, uh, I didn't mention this on the podcast, but I think uh, the Academy had that new. Um, awards series that they were going to announce or for, be- for popular movies for popular movie where it's like yeah. okay here's popular movies and people are like no but popular movies can be good too and they're like can they <laughs> no <laughs> let's put them in, let's put them all in yeah let's, you know that's, you know yeah why not marketplace of ideas let's introduce them into the uh, the pool and yeah. see what wins and one doesn't uh, yeah this is gonna be an interesting interesting couple of weeks actually because like i don't know what's gonna win no i don't know either well you know what we're gonna see all the movies and that's right have to find we'll, out. we'll make the we'll make our guesses so we'll start we started off with uh bohemian, bohemian rhapsody. rhapsody yeah uh and yeah so I, going into the movie have you heard one thing or the other about it so yeah there has been a lot of um uh, controvert not controversy i'm just talking about like opinion mixed opinions. about the movie that's what i meant not controversy. Oh, okay even though there has a been a controversy yeah i don't want to deal with that yet <laughs> not yet we'll, we'll get that in the podcast we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll, uh we'll. but i have heard many mixed things like some people say they hate it some people say they love it yeah most the general everyday folks seem to love it yes the critics seem to say it's not great yeah it's like i think the i i i, I I'm on Letterboxd, as everyone knows. It's this app where you can like track all of your mm-hmm. movies and people like rate them and stuff. And it seems like the general consensus there is like this movie at worst is just okay, 
which is a bit of a shame to a guy like Freddie Mercury, who is like this larger than life character. Mm-hmm. People feel like, you know, this movie could have been like so much bigger and so much more powerful and it, it failed at doing that. I think that seems to be a, 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 a consensus around those kinds of people. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's my sort of I, I have heard a lot of people very passionate. Some people really love it. Movie. Some people are like, yeah. it's the best. Yeah. But some people say, I think it's the best because it's Queen. That's so. true, too. And I, I definitely got that. I mean, I'm glad I watched this in the theater because uh, not necessarily because of like it's important to see this movie in a big screen with giant speakers, but more like I got a lot out of seeing the audience. I, I had a I had a. Uh, well, we were both in the same movie theater, so right, that's right. there was definitely moments where they were uh, hyped. I had an audience mmm count. Uh, you know, moms always seem to do this. When something happens in a movie and they go, mmm, you know, you know, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, n- some- name a moment. Name a moment that, like, not from this movie, but just in general, like, when they go, mmm. Like, oh gosh, like, some character says something snarky usually like uh, i'm trying to think of a specific character oh like, like someone's just like completely rude to the other person yeah they, but they, they do it in a very clever way yeah yeah and the, and the audience just goes mm, mm. like something like that like knowing like like mm's. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh or maybe somebody does something like really emotional and dramatic okay. uh mm. sometimes they'll do like a mm, but it's always it's always like moms doing this yes it's never men are usually or a very, church congregation yeah exa- <laughs> yeah no it feels like it feels like i'm in church again uh-huh, yeah, like yeah. hearing these people i, I did a count there was 11 mm, Oh, wow. the movie. A lot of people really into the character of Freddy being snarky and catty towards everybody else. He sure is. Yeah. All right, so let's get into the plot because we got a lot to go through. We don't need to deal with the plot. It's we know the story of Freddie Mercury. I don't really. I I mean I know people know. I know the end. <laughs> unfortunately, the bitter end. I know the bitter end. Of, yeah, I know he doesn't go and live happily. He's still around today. That's true. Yeah, um, there's not there's not a, a scene of him as an old man. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um. Yeah. So yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go into the plot. And here's the thing about the plot is, yeah. they, it is. The plot is literally just let's just show events. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go from here to here. It's to a here. Wikipedia article. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. Like you could read the plot and be like, okay, yep, I got it. Right. But it's a nice little thing about events. <sighs> yeah. So, <clears throat> but like, there's no, there's no fun there. Like you know, there's there's no like oomph to that. I feel. <sighs> It's hard. Of course, we're both fresh off this movie. Like, we just saw it. We so it's hard to kind of articulate our thoughts in some ways. It is a bit difficult. But I feel like none of. Nothing has any weight yeah. to it. Yeah. And I don't want. And, and it it feels like it should. Mm hmm. Well, obviously, uh, even, it especially because we all know kind of like where it ends. Right, right, like, right. Even I do, even someone who knows nothing about Queen. <laughs> um, you know, but like all the other moments that happen to uh, Freddie Mercury or anything. They just kind of seem to like, you know, also because his personality just kind of bounce off of him. Yeah, and for uh, and then the audience members also kind of bounce off, and also everyone, all the supporting characters, they just kind of seem to bounce off them. They're just kind of like, oh, okay, yeah. Like uh, there is emotion, but it's like solved in like a little bit of time. I right now, it's it's well, yeah. I mean, because it's a Wikipedia article, I feel like. When you're writing a movie and you don't know where it's going to go, I think there's a lot more interest for the writer to like add stuff to the characters to overcome. Yeah. But when you're watching this movie, it's like, well, we have to get to Live Aid. So it's like, let's get him to Live Aid. Or like, well, he has to get AIDS, so let's give him AIDS. You know, and it, it never... It, I'm, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying like, it feels like when you're watching this movie, it's like, 
it's it feels what paint by numbers is it's like we have to yeah. get here let's just get here and it never feels like the character is really overcoming anything because because especially because like the montages to get to different oh parts God, yeah. are just like the most i don't know they're just there they're yeah. just there they just don't they're just there to be like all right here's another event yeah that'll be like period you know bullet pointed in his life yeah 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 um and i don't know it because it, i think that's interesting because there's lots of lots of biopics that do stuff well mm-hmm. like or, i was gonna ask you of, what is your favorite uh, biopic i don't know it's hard it's hard to think of one but i'm just thinking of a good one which is uh jobs I oh think, I yeah think, i think that's a good one I, I agree um and that centers around like three different main events mm-hmm. and shows the different places and uh, how people age yes time, exactly how they've changed and relationships and stuff like that mm-hmm. as opposed to kind of just darting around this timeline just kind of like stopping i was i was gonna say exactly the same thing because i I think a lot of movies their tendency is to say well let's just tell the story of this man which is a lot um especially if the guy's dead you can't really like exactly talk to them or say like what did you do in this situation how did you feel and so the other instinct to do uh, or one of the instincts that people do is they'll they'll cut it up like they'll say like like uh the new movie that came out stan and ollie uh Mm. with the laurel and hardy uh, movie that came out i didn't know that existed yeah it's actually it's it's pretty cool it's uh anyway that takes place at the end of their life like after they Mm. were successful and it's like they do that for like a purpose because like that when you're writing a movie you want to start the movie off at the most interesting part of the story you don't want to like meander to it oh they do that to this kind of i guess but it's like again like when you're doing that you need also to give the characters like you said some kind of like consequence like yeah. some kind of like thing to keep going mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. i think the other problem with this movie as we get into it is freddie never feels like a real person to me yeah which is a shame because and i mean the problem is is freddie's not there to ask any of the stuff about this movie feels very much like the band wrote the movie or like the band was with the people that was telling us about him yeah. rather than going in and like interviewing the people that knew him best, maybe not necessarily the band, but like his family or maybe like, t- like looking at interviews. I feel like most of the time when I'm watching the movie, it's more, it's more like he's like, a. it's hard to say. Rami Malek. I don't want to, I, do, I think he does an amazing job with what he's given, yeah. but he feels I don't say I don't want to say like the performance feels like, it, but he's written like an imitation. Like yeah, like I feel like he just is like okay, you're gonna imi- you're gonna do what everyone thinks he's going to do. Yeah, and it, I agree with that. I think it's, it's it which, just feels hollow. Which is the thing is like it is hard when you're writing a bigger a bigger than life character. It is very hard to relate to that kind of person. Not yeah. everybody is a Freddie Mercury. No. Then the other thing to do is something like Amadeus where they're like, okay, well then tell the story from someone who knew him yeah. that you can still talk to or like yeah. somebody who has faults and you can see how this guy like would became bigger and, and whatever, you know, you can tell the story from, uh, you know, one of the band members or set it in like one particular like, mo- area, you know, like yeah. there's definitely a lot of moments that are there, but set like, the whole thing around live aid. Yeah. Or you know, something like that, like because I was thinking about it and I was like, well, I actually I like Lincoln, even though it was slow, but yeah. that was all around like um, the but the abolish- that's right. Yeah, it was all about it's, that. It's not about Lincoln. It's about what Lincoln did. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But and he's no, I'm saying he's yeah, but he's in it quite often. Right, obviously. absolutely. You learn a lot about him as a character, but you know. totally. But like, it's it's really it's the story is about that about what he did rather than like who he was, yes. and you learn about who he was via what he did. <laughs> I feel like in this, I'm like. Freddie Mercury was a really cool guy. Yep. I'm sad he's dead. So you're saying some 
amazing songs. I don't know, man. The movie doesn't do enough justice of like who he is as a person, and it is hard to do that. I, I don't want to. I don't want to like shit on the movie by by saying like, oh, you couldn't you couldn't uh, uh, capture this mythical larger than life person and make him like relatable. It's a hard fucking task to do, but like. You know, if you're going to make a movie about him, you should try to figure out a way of doing that. And I, I don't know. I well, maybe you'll like him more if I explain the first half of Why not? where let's, he came from. Let's do it, Palsy. Well, let's start off with, uh, it's a weird intro at the beginning uh-huh. of this movie. It has Rami Malek out front being like, hey, thanks for coming to the movie. Glad to support arts. And it's like, hashtag support the arts. And Wait, it's like, the what? actor Rami Malek? Yes, oh, God. Actor. Oh, it's okay. weird. And I was like, okay, why well, start with that? And it's like you know, rock on or whatever. And it's like, okay. What the fuck? Anyway, starts off with uh, <laughs> Freddie Mercury uh, playing somebody and has somebody loved this movie. Let me tell you, it has a lot of queen music. Well, of course Surprise. it's a queen movie. I know, but they use it like a lot. Yeah. Like, a lot. Like, yeah. <laughs> I wonder if any other artist is like, Hey, can I like, Oh, can I write like some, like a score, like a musical <laughs> score? Or something? No, only yeah. queen music in here. Only ever. Yeah. yeah. Well. That's fine. I mean, they have a wide enough range to make a soundtrack. Oh, so, totally. Um, Anyway, he's he's got a bunch of cats, uh, and then he he's getting ready to go to Live Aid, and then you see him getting ready, and then he goes and you see the stage, and it opens, and he walks out of the stage, and it's like, bam, nineteen seventy. Whoa, the seventies. Yeah, and I'm like, oh man, he has a wig. He has a wig. <laughs> I thought the wig was, I don't know, Rand Malik at the beginning looked very strange. I don't know. How do you like his teeth? Yeah, he's he got, he got teeth. He got choppers. Yeah, I feel like they look good. Really? Well, I thought. Well, here's the thing: is I feel I, I don't know if it was like the hair, hmm. but they made his teeth look really big and it looked like he had like a retainer in his mouth the whole time. Yeah, that's um, well, that's how Freddie looked. Freddie had big teeth. Well, I know that. I know that. But like, I felt like it looked less natural at the beginning. Oh yeah. But yeah. then, like when I saw him earlier, it looked it looked fine. I don't know. It was weird. Interesting. Um, but that's just my opinion. Oh, uh, you know whatever. Uh, let's see. So he. Uh, he's writing notes. He's obviously doing some song stuff. Some people call him, um, uh, a Pakistani. They keep getting him mixed up with that, even yeah. though he's from India. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, his real name is Farouk. His dad is very strict. Yes. He's, just he's like, like conservative. Yes. He's like, you better, you know, uh, he, he has a lane, he has a, um, a line. I believe it's like, oh yeah, good words, good thoughts, good deeds. Yes. Is that, that comes into play later? Yes. Okay, good. Right at the end of the movie. Okay. Cause he says it twice. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm like, he said it twice. It must be important. That's what you do when you're taking <laughs> Rule notes. of threes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. You figured Te- it out. Yeah. Any teacher says something twice. It's like, oh, that's going to be on it's the It's going to be important. <laughs> um, so then, um, yeah. So he's like, I'm leaving dad. Bye. And he's like, you better be good. You know, you're, you're, I don't like the way you're acting or whatever. Mm-hmm. You're all flamboyant and stuff. <laughs> and then, um, Freddie's like, okay, I'm going to go to a concert. He goes to a concert. Mm-hmm. Uh, he sees a band play. Uh, he sees a lady. He's like, I like your coat. And she's like, oh, I got it from this department store. And he's like, cool. And he goes out outside, meets the band. The band's in the middle of a struggle because their lead singer just quit. He's like, we're not going to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. And Freddie's like, well, looks like you need a new lead singer. And they're like, haha, who could it be? And he's like, what about me? And he's like, they're like, nah, you got weird teeth, man. And he starts walking <laughs> away. And then he comes back and sings beautifully hits a high note and he's like i have uh-huh. more range because i'm four incisors so i can hit more notes oh and i'm like okay all right and then they're like oh you're in so then he goes to the um goes meets that lady mm-hmm. at her department store right he puts on some he, he says like these what these come in my size he's pointing at some pair of pants she's like no those are women's clothes and he's like that's okay i want to try them on anyway he tries them on she comes in 
and there's like a thing going on between them you uh-huh. can tell yeah yeah and then she's like i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna give you some uh oh god i'm gonna mess this up eyeshadow eyeshadow <laughs> Let me some eyeshadow okay that's what it is uh and he's like totally down for it he's like oh i look good i look good um, <laughs> okay so there that's the beginning of their relationship her name is mary although mary. they did not mention it until like near the end of my half like <laughs> i was just like lady 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 <laughs> just which was easy thing. because lady was she's pretty much the only she's, main woman character right too. exactly um so and that, in freddie mercury's life <laughs> yeah, that's also true um uh da, 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 da. so they they go out and they do their first show and some guys call him pakistani and he doesn't seem bothered by it and he tries to sing the song and he gets the lyrics all wrong oh, but man. he does it great and everyone likes it anyway so now uh next scene this is just the bullet points are the bullet points so now this is when it starts to really just pick up because i was right. like oh okay they're gonna show the beginning and it's like no now we're gonna show the part where they sell their van to get um to record an album mm-hmm. and um uh freddie's like now the name is queen because it's outrageous and who's more outrageous than me so he says he says to his lady friend why did they call it queen he just says it's an outrageous name and nobody knows what it means queen does what they don't know what queen means well i mean like it could mean anything for a band like it's so it's it's obviously it's like you know the monarchy right but like that's usually what queen refers yeah to. <laughs> You know, uh, but he's like, it doesn't mean anything. Like, it doesn't mean mean anything. Oh, I see. Okay. It's not like Pearl Jam, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so uh, so then, um, oh, this scene. So this, so this is where it's like just a little bit. Yeah. I, I like a good, sappy, corny movie every so often. Oh, maybe, yeah. Yeah. But like. Uh-huh. This is a little bit cheesy. Yeah, he's laying on bed uh-huh. on his bed. Yes. Do you know what I'm gonna say? I, I mean, I, I mean, you know, I've seen uh, Dewey Cox yeah, walk okay. hard yeah. in the past, so I can assume what's gonna happen. But so he's laying on a bed, and uh, Mary comments, "This is a weird place for a bed. It seems to be unconventional." And the piano's like right above him, so mm-hmm. he gets his hand up and plays the part of Bohemian Rhapsody everyone knows. Oh, okay. And he's like. What part of Bohemian Rhapsody? I know all of Bohemian Rhapsody. Like the end, like the end part where it's oh, like doo, doo, nothing doo. really matters to me. <laughs> you know that song? Yeah. Have you heard of it? Uh, I've seen Wayne's World. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. So that part. There, so that yeah. part. Okay. Um, yeah. So uh, but he plays it backwards. He plays it. He plays it. Yeah. Basically upside down, yeah. backwards. And he's like, "Oh no, has potential." Oh God! And, shut and up. it's funny because all the audience is like, "Hey, hey, hey. I hate it! I, I hate know. that shit!" It was just a little. It's like when you're watching a Star Wars movie and like fucking C3PO shows up. And he was like, what? "Yes, I know that." <laughs> oh, oh, oh! That's the name of the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except they don't say it, so it's way trickier. But they do it way more times. Like there are so of many course. references to Bohemian Rhapsody. That's the name of the movie. I know, <laughs> I know, but it's just a little, it's a little, a much. little too much. Yeah. It's a little too much. Like we know, yes, they have a good, great catalog. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Um, this was a nice, this is an interesting scene that felt like it was, I don't know if it was real. could have been real. Had to have been real, maybe. Uh-huh. Uh, anyway, so the band is over at his parents' house mm-hmm. and her parent, her dad is there too, Mary's dad. So it's like a weird congregation of the whole band. Mary. Mary. Mary's parent, who's his dad, her dad. Right. Who's deaf. Right. Um, he can never know the true beauty of Queen. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Oh. <laughs> then there's um uh then there's like uh 
Freddie's parents there too. It's just a weird like, what a weird like, come over, bring your girlfriend. Yeah. And her dad and I guess the band members. Like, I don't know. I feel like those, those just whatever. Like a big congregation. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, they're there just to talk about stuff and uh, uh, Freddie reveals his name that he's no longer Farouk. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did that earlier, but now he's saying he's also his last name is gone. He legally changed. They got a passport and everything. It's Freddie Mercury is his legal name now. Wow. Uh, and then his, his parents are like talking about stuff like we left India because we were driven away because uh, with like literally all we had with like nothing mm-hmm. we were driven away because um, I think it was, I can't remember what it was I think it was the Islamic um, war or something like that something they were driven out right. so I was just like man that's like sad and he's just like I don't care about that get my family away he's crazy I know he's so big and flamboyant I know yeah oh, it's like alright full of and yeah, full and of it, life so then he gets a call from someone and he's like this big record producer who we saw earlier um heard your music while they're reco- while you're recording your album. Uh-huh. And uh we want they want to meet. He loves you. He loves you. You guys we got to meet him. I heard him once. Mm-hmm. And his dad's like that like doesn't say anything. It's just like good words, good thoughts, good deeds. Yes. And so that might come into play. Yeah, I mean, yeah <laughs> maybe. Who knows? And so they meet Reed, who's the who's played by Littlefinger. I was like, I know you. A You're s- the mayor from the Wire. Yeah, also that he has that little Scottish accent. Yes, he does. Uh, he actually has an accent. That's very time. cute. Yeah. Um, I love him. Uh, yeah, he's, he's very very uh, '70s hair too. Which yes, is great. Yes. Um, is he evil in this? No, I don't think so. No, he's okay. fine. Okay, he's fine. Cool. So then he's like, uh, you know what? why do you want me to represent you? And it's like, uh, you know, we're different than everyone else. We're playing to those weirdos who feel like they belong, but they or feel like they don't belong. We're playing to them because we don't belong. We're just our own thing. Right. And he's like, all right, I guess you're signed. Let's, I'll get you some deals. We'll get you on the radio. Then we'll get you on TV. Then cut the TV. They're on BBC. They're forced to lip sync. That's when they get a bunch of who would lip sync for this. Like, come on, man, you're queen. Why would you ever lip sync? Oh, the BBC says you have to. Oh, I'm making fun of this movie because there's obvious lip syncing in it. Oh yeah. It's true. I thought they did a pretty good job of the it wasn't that for the bad. most part. Yeah. Like I think it was pretty well done. But, yeah. But yeah, it was uh they made I, it super obvious in the BBC part. Which oh was funny. yeah, that's pretty funny. Uh cut to the, what song do they sing? Uh Queen Killer. Killer oh. Queen. Queen Killer. I'm just listening to the lyrics now. I listen to the lyrics. You know, my like, favorite part of Killer Queen is when they say Queen Killer. <laughs> talking about queen he says he said that he says killer queen that's no, how it doesn't. goes queen queen killer <laughs> maybe i'm maybe i'm dyslexic all over the place <laughs> even in music <laughs> who knows whatever they played that song right right um <laughs> and then a montage of them getting bigger he proposes to uh mary uh-huh. he's like never take this ring off she's like okay cool we're, we're in love yay now uh, they're hanging out, and then all the boys come oh, in, and they're all like, "Hey, what's up? Um, this is the American tour. We got an American tour now." And they're like, "Whoa, this is awesome!" So they go, and he goes touring around the world, or sorry, not the world, just America. <laughs> Excuse me. Let, let's not oh, get wow, a, very. Let's American not get ahead of ourselves. Here. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm all around the world, from New York to California. That's it, the whole world. <laughs> Fuck Alaska. <laughs> um, <laughs> But then um, this is this is one of the only like clever moments that I kind of like, but also kind of hate at the same time. It kind of crossed over that that threshold of being a little too on the nose. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But um, he's talking to Mary on the phone at one point, and he sees a guy, some trucker guy, go in, going into the bathroom, mm. the men's bathroom. Oh, and they take exchange eyes, exchange eyes. Yeah. 
And he and he's like, okay, I'm gonna go. And she says, oh, okay. S- say hi to the boys for me. And during that scene, it's like a shot of the men's restroom as this guy's like looking at him, like going in. Oh. Like, well, come on in here, buddy. <laughs> and so he stands and looks outside, like maybe I'll go in, maybe I won't. Mm. And I don't know if he did because the movie's very weird about some stuff like that. <laughs> I feel like <sighs> Not I, kept a- I kept having to think like, am I dumb? Like, is it implied that he went in there? Because he doesn't make a motion to go towards it. Like, yeah. you would expect like, Oh, he goes towards it, and then it cut. He just sits there and looks at it for a while, and then it cuts to some other scene. Mm. And I'm like, is he just thinking about it? Right. Because that's what I feel like the movie... Because he's a married man now. Yeah. I feel like that's what the movie wanted me to think. But then then why not show it? Exactly. Yeah. But then I thought about it later, and I was like, okay, maybe they want me to think that nothing happened. That's fine. Okay. But then other scenes later do the same thing. Where he's like about to do something, and they cut away from it? Kind of, where he's like, I'm kind of (sighs) like... It's heavily implied, but not heavily enough. You know what I'm saying? Well, this is a movie about Freddie Mercury. Why I not know. show that? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. I mean, they did get into it later, but yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it was just thinking about it. Maybe just uh, wrestling with You just emotions. wanted to really see it. Yeah, I just wanted to know what he did. Did yeah, he walk yeah, away yeah. or did he stay? Anyway. Yeah. Did he stay or did he go? <laughs> My favorite Queen song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's poetry. <laughs> um... Okay, so now they cut to 1975. They're going to a barn to sing songs because they're getting so popular now. Like a we barn? A barn, a farm, whatever it is. Why are they going to a farm? To record, um, oh. to record a song. Oh, okay. Song. What song do they record They're going to go... Um, Another one goes into a barn. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Sorry, I missed the part. They had a meeting beforehand with the producer. Uh-huh. And Freddie shows up late and is just like, hey... This is our lawyer. He's called like uh, Fred Beach or something like that. And he's like, I'm going to name you Miami Beach because your name is boring. And he's like, okay. And the producer's like, all right, well, we'll call what you got from me. You can't just make the same music over and over again. And he's like, we'll make something crazy. A rock opera. Whoa. And they're like, whoa. All right, we'll give it a try, I guess. And then they go to the farm. Okay. And then he sings a song on piano. And it's something about um, uh, Love of My Life. Uh, <laughs> I hope I don't get AIDS. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then he says, I, I wrote it. He, Paul, I don't know if you've seen Paul, but yes. Paul's in it. Paul's at this point. The first time I've really seen him, I feel like he's always been in the background. He's that Irish him. guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. And and he's like, that's beautiful. And Freddie's like, I wrote it for Mary. And then he's like, did you? And then he comes up and kisses him. Whoa, finally. And, and then uh, he's like, listen, Paul, we just work together. She'll know, she'll understand me like no one else ever will. Oh, and then man. like rejects him. Wow. Oh, man. Good on you, Freddie. Cool. Even though you totally wanted to bang that guy in the bathroom. <laughs> he didn't, though. Maybe. We don't know if he did or not. I don't think he did. We I'm don't think, know. I don't know. I don't Every know. time I think about it, I doubt my, like, whatever decision. Yeah. <laughs> but the editing, I have to watch the scene again. But, you know, I can't, so whatever. Um, um, so then Freddie goes outside while some of the bandmates are arguing about, like, ooh, song to include. Mm-hmm. And he looks around and he's like, oh, man. He looks over and he sees a Bohemian, and then looks over there and sees her at Rhapsody. It's he's almost like, there that. you go. No, he's just he's just almost. It's almost like that. He's just standing there looking around and in the background. The music that's played, the the music, the score uh-huh. is just the faint taps of Bohemian Rhapsody uh-huh. piano, and he's like, "Hmm, I know." And he goes inside and starts playing Bohemian Rhapsody at the end, God. and it's like, "All right, cool. I guess you got it." <laughs> and then they do a montage of them uh, recording an opera. Uh, there's a great. There's one kind of bit of clever editing where there's a chicken and you're like oh man the chicken's woke, waking up it's gonna crow or it's a rooster 
and it's going to crow, and then it's about ready to, and then it cuts to them recording the opera parts of Bohemian Rhapsody. As so they're it's like, singing. Oh, so it's, it's a pretty, pretty all right, yeah, all right. I was like, all right, I give I you like credit. That. I give you credit. I'd like movie. some more energy of that, please. Yeah, exactly. Some yeah. more of that. Like, it's so rare when it happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then um, they come back, and they're all, like, really hyped about Bohemian Rhapsody. They play it for the um, record producer. And uh, he hated it. He, yeah. This will never play he on the said, radio. He says, "I like it's, it's fine, but like I don't, I don't think it's a good single. No, it it's six minutes it's long. Too long. I mean, you can't like, have a single this long. This long. It's six minutes. It's like, of course, Milk from the trailer uh, is like, oh, yeah. if your wife, if you think six minutes is like way too long, I pity your wife or something like that. <laughs> I messed that quote up completely, <laughs> but it doesn't matter. You get the idea. You've seen the trailer. Concept. Yeah, we've all seen the trailer. Then that's that, and he's yeah. just like, and Everyone oh, laughs, fine. and then some of the audience goes, mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, So then he's like, no, nah, this will never play. We're not picking that single. Or single. And he's like, whatever. And the queen leaves all pissed off. <laughs> and then uh, he plays it on um, a radio station. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like, this is, this is, you know, the other stations will let you play this, but you can play this. Right. But it, and it's in Toronto and then they cut to a bunch of guys in a car and they like headbang to it and they're like, this is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Swing. <laughs> Man, I've never seen those movies. You've never seen. You've... I know what you're referencing. Like I've seen that part. Yeah. yeah but yeah. I don't know. Any... So you've never seen Wade's World. No. Wow. No. But you've seen Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. It's pretty similar. <laughs> I feel like it's the same thing. At the end of the movie, Wade gets AIDS and uh-huh. <laughs> Garth has to go on without it. Uh-huh. But yeah. it, does Wayne have a bunch of cats? Wade's got a ton of cats. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. And uh, Garth is is always like, man, we're never going to hear this song on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then, um, yeah, yeah. So he plays on the radio and Mary notices he's talking to the radio station manager. Like He knows him very well. Because he's been banging him. Maybe. Hmm. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. It's not very clear. Sure he's keeping it quiet. Yeah, I feel like this is a little obvious. You know what? Here's the thing, Just don't ask, don't tell. It'll be fine. Yeah. All right. Sure. <laughs> so we'll Movie doesn't want to tell me, so I'm not going to ask. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Works for everything. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 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 Who's like, I'm going to try to dig into that. Yeah. What's the meaning behind this? You're going to tell it to me? I don't, I don't know. know. It doesn't matter. What's your vision, huh? What's your vision, Brian Singer? Huh? I don't know, buddy. I really don't want to know, so I'm not going to ask. We need little kids all over the world. No, no, no. (laughs) No. I have a vision. No. I don't want to see it. Get it out of here. Get it out of here. So then... um, Move that if you want. (laughs) No, it's staying in. All right, that's fine. (laughs) That joke was too mean. We'll never put it on the radio. You know what, Mike? I believe in you. I think, you think that like, was me. I feel bad for your wife. Oh! <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> God. You think so, Brian Singer made this movie because his last name is Singer? And he's like, hey, this movie's about a guy that sings. <laughs> Shit, I got Passover Stars born. <laughs> What's well, fine. That's two singers. I need one. I need one more singer. Yeah. It's only one singer in this. Anyone yeah. else sing? No. Nope. Remember, Malik? What? You're my singer. I'm a singer <laughs> as well. 
So now we got a montage of bad press saying oh. like Queen doesn't have an identity. They're all over the place. Blah, blah, blah. Nobody likes them that much. Uh, wow. But it doesn't matter. Everyone loves them. They're playing around the world. They've got all these big shows. <laughs> Nobody likes them that much, but everyone loves them. Hey, man, the press, what do they know? Music critics, get them out of here. You know what? That's right. Critics never know shit they about know anything. They always give things bad press always. and like review it poorly. Mm-hmm. But you know what? The grand, the, everyone else is going to fucking love it and eat yeah. it up. And that's hey, what matters. You know what? Just like this movie. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> it happens sometimes. It does. But, nah, I don't think this would be one of those times. <laughs> I don't know, maybe? I don't think so. Go away. He's made a bunch of money. Uh, so then, um, he comes home. Uh, who does? Freddy? Uh, Freddy comes home okay. to Mary. And, uh, well, actually, you can see something's a little miss because earlier on the phone. Mary's not a little miss. <laughs> <laughs> she says, I love you on the phone. Uh huh. And,. He doesn't say anything. He's oh. just like, all right, I'll see you later, and hangs up, and then goes, hangs out with the boys. Yeah. The boys. Are you talking about the band or the boys he's having sex with? Uh, the boys he might be having sex with. Oh, okay. This is another confusing thing. Is This is the other thing where I was confused. Is he walks away with them, like, okay, probably doing it, and then he wakes up, and um, yeah. there's Paul. And, and George. And, and Ringo. No. <laughs> there's Paul and some random guy on, uh-huh. uh, like out in in the next section of the room. Okay. And it looks like Paul and this other dude just banged maybe. And that was it. And Freddie was just there. Uh-huh. I don't know. Just watching. Yeah. Watching. He's just like, especially cause he's like, get your little friend out of here, Paul. We're, we're going to get to work or something like that. Interesting. Which I don't know. Maybe, maybe I just read this thing all wrong. I don't know. <laughs> I'm questioning everything. Um, so then, uh, he goes home. Uh-huh. And shows Mary like how he played this amazing show in Rio, and they just like I didn't know if anyone knows the music or the lyrics, but they all do. Uh-huh. And he's like, I need to tell you something. Or actually, she said, uh, "There's something going on, isn't there?" He says, "I I am a bisexual." And she's just like, "You're gay. You bisex? How <laughs> <laughs> much you selling? I'll pay like ten bucks." <laughs> Uh, so then, um, so now she knows. Yeah. So now she knows, and she says, she says "There's always something. You're always busy doing something else, or, just, or someone else." Else, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, this is the worst part. This is the worst one of all because it's not even your fault. Um, I mean, it's not his fault. I, I, but the bisexuality isn't his fault, or the yeah, sleeping th- around isn't his fault. I think the, she's implying the bisexuality, but also it's like the sleeping around like is his fault. Y- yeah, that's why I was like, <laughs> what? Are you, what? A little bisexual can be monogamous. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But he's Freddie Mercury. I guess. That's yeah. what was weird. Larger the life, but That's why I thought it was like, it's kind of a weird thing to just be like, well, it's not right. your fault. And then he comes up and's like, you know, I still want you in my life. You're still the most important person, even though I'm doing all this stuff or whatever. Mm-hmm. I guess he never really confessed he was having around, sex with but people? he was just saying I'm bisexual. Okay. All right, then. So he, she's but so I he's still like, lying to her. Is but what, I feel is what we're like saying. she knows anyway. Uh-huh. You know, like she said, I knew, I know something's been going on, and I feel like that might have been it. Mm-hmm. And I've known that you probably have been this way for a while. Um, you know, maybe when you put eyeshadow on, he's like, all right, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's the <laughs> 70s, man. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I've been some clues, just guesses. Yeah. Um. So then, uh, you named your band Queen. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so then he's like, "Yeah, you just you still wants her in his life." Says and she just says, "You know what? Your life is gonna be very difficult." And then she walks out because of this. 
and you know, pretty pretty accurate. Yeah, um, his so, life was difficult. Yeah, I, so I watched the rest of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> and then he moves into a new place, and Mary moves across next door. It's a giant place. He's like, it's so big. Each my cat gets its own. Each my cats gets their own room. Mm-hmm. And um, him and Mary communicate with the lights on. It's all cute. And mm-hmm. He's like, do you have a drink? She's like, yeah. She's like, okay, let's cheers. All right, good night. And then he turns off, but she never had a drink. She's just totally like, she's sober. She's just wanting to go to bed. I think she might be actually going out. I don't know. Oh. Um. So then there's a massive party. Uh, Freddie throws a massive party, and he's like, mm-hmm. "Where's Mary?" He's like, "I don't know." And they have super freak in the background. I'm like, yeah, yeah, Rick James. Um. <laughs> and at this point, the Paul, uh, some of the band members which I've never really brought up because they're they're just kind of there, like they they're yeah. there. Um. Some are getting kind of annoyed. Uh, one of them is married. I believe his name. Is John? I believe his name is John. What do they look like? It's getting kind of annoyed. Uh, he we've has... got a guy with big hair. We've got a younger looking dude, and we have the drummer. I think he's a drummer. Okay, he's got short hair, right? Short hair. What what color is his hair? You don't remember, do you? Uh, it's oh, like brown. No. Okay, the brown guy. Yeah, brown brown haired guy. Brown-haired guy. Yeah. Uh, no, he's not the drummer. Okay, I don't think. Uh, drummer. Anyway, um, John <laughs> is like, I'm leaving this party. It's being weird, mm-hmm. and then you know, um, Freddie was kind of a dick to him. And then uh, one of the other band members was like, "Dude, you're being kind. Of, you're a great guy, but you're you're kind of a dick. You're sometimes. a nice guy. You're a nice guy, but that don't fucking come with your bullshit." <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So then the party's over, and Freddie's like kind of drunk, playing on the piano. And then some mm-hmm. waiters like doing something near him. One of the cleanup crew, one of the waiters, mm-hmm. and Freddie just grabs his butt. Whoa! And I'm like, he's like, "Hey, do that again. You'll get you'll get whacked." And I'm like. Oh man, is this dude gonna like beat him up because he's like homophobic or something? He's probably beating him up because he just got grabbed. Yeah, that's the ass. also it. Well, yeah. he also had that like, hey, don't do that. And I was like, well, of course, being grabbed, not wanting it is yeah. always a bad thing. Yeah. So yeah, he should. He should this maybe movie beat was up. directed by Brian Singer though. So. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> so then, um, he's like, um, Freddie like immediately apologizes. It seems very sincere about it. He's like, sorry, I, I took it the wrong way. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't mean anything by. I won't ever touch you again. Uh, you want to grab a beer or something? He's like, yeah, I'd go for a beer. And he's like, where are they? He's like, I don't know. He's like, sorry, I can't. And then he starts being weird again. It's like coming on to him again, which is like, you know, I, I want, uh, uh, I like a man in uniform. And I'm like, well, that guy's he's just going to be like, what the hell? But he's like, no, I do too. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, he's, he's the other guy in the movie. Yeah. That's he's the other guy. Bill? Yeah. Jim, Jim, Jim Holton, Jim. Yes. Jim. And then they have a nice uh, dark conversation, and then they kiss for a little bit. Yeah. They have a dark conversation because Freddie's like, oh, I just feel like nobody likes me anymore, and I don't have any friends, and I just do things to make myself happy, and, you know, b- the parts between the good parts, you know? Like, I just do things to keep myself entertained before I can be on stage and everyone <laughs> loves me again or something like that. Like, very dark shit. Right. And this guy's just like, all right, I guess I'll make out with you. <laughs> <laughs> And then he says, look, I like you. You like me. Come find me when you decide to like yourself. My name is Jim Holton. Bye. <laughs> I, I may have... Greatest pickup uh, yeah. ever. <laughs> That'd be my way of saying this. Yeah. Just saying. <laughs> Pull yourself together. Uh, oh, my name is Ethan Hawks. <laughs> See you later. Um, Pull yourself together. Pull yourself together. Uh, and now they get up and uh, they go have a meeting and... Or all the other band members have a meeting, and this is where they start being like, you know, all our audience really likes joining in. We should figure out a song. We should write their next song where everyone joins in and sings. Right. So they start stomping and clapping. And, of course, Freddie Mercury shows up late. 
Of and, course. And he's like, what's all this then? And then I don't <laughs> what's know. What's all this then? And I don't know what happened because you showed up after that. Oh, shit. Okay. Well, they had already started performing We Will Rock you. Okay. So, <laughs> so we kind of missed it, out a little bit. You know, bit. here's the thing. It's just all little bullet points. That's true. Matter. I'm sure nothing interesting happened. Right. Uh, so, okay. Yeah. So they're performing We Will Rock You at like a club. Uh, and then we see the mayor from The Wire, Littlefinger. Yep. I don't know his name. <laughs> Uh, he's by a pinball machine, and they're they're like, "Hey, it's gonna sing play- pinball wizard." Oh, the shit. other the other Queen song. Yeah, my favorite Queen song. Yeah, uh, this part was actually there's like little like clever bits happening visually. Like, so uh, he's like, "Oh, we've just been given uh, like a budget. Like, people want to basically like buy uh, like like contract uh, Freddie Mercury, you know, and take him off somewhere else." And they're like, mm-hmm. "Well, how much?" And they show him the the amount of money, and he sees it and behind him in the pinball machine is like a number that pops up, like a really big one. And then the guys, Whoa, Whoa, that's a really big number. And I'm like, Oh, that's like a clever thing. Yeah. There's, there's a couple moments of those. Yeah. Uh, so then we see lady Mary. Yes. And she has a boyfriend now. Ah, uh, and this point is really awkward because he's like, I performed it for you. This is the songs for you. And then the boyfriend shows up and then I'm like, okay, so what's going on here? <laughs> and then he says, she says, Oh, this is my boyfriend. And then he goes, Oh, and then he like looks down and he says, you're not wearing your ring. And I'm like, you don't get a ring if you have a boyfriend and girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> like, look at a weird ass thing. It's ready you for you took off your spider ring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, that was fucking weird. Yeah. Uh, but now I realize it's the ring that he had given to her. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. Oh, my God. A ghost just spoke a to us. A ghost just spoke to us. That was fucking weird. Anyway. Was that something we need a, a be alert to? Nah, don't worry okay. about it. All Happens right. all the time. Uh, <laughs> just the ghost. Oh, no. Freddie yeah, Mercury's we, ghost oh, disappeared. No. We pissed him off with how inaccurate we've been describing his movie. <laughs> oh, man. He will haunt us. Oh. <laughs> we will haunt you. <laughs> We're right pissed. <laughs> <laughs> we <laughs> well, we are the poltergeists, my friend. <laughs> Nothing really matters <laughs> except this. <laughs> then he strangles us. You all, all right? right. Yeah, fine. Yeah, all right. <laughs> okay. So next scene, Freddy is in a limo with uh. Oh god damn it! What's his name? The so he's in the limo with Littlefinger, but also the other guy, the the, the, the Irish dude, uh, the gay Irish dude, Paul, Paul. Okay, right, so Paul's there, and so then Littlefinger's like, "Hey, uh, we want you to go solo. You'll make a lot of money." And Freddie's like, "My band, there's my family." And then he kicks him out of the limo. And then Littlefinger, before he's kicked out, says, "Don't trust that guy. He's a snake." And points at uh, Paul. Paul. And and I was like, "Oh, that was a weird thing to say. <laughs> I wonder if he's to be believed." But I'm like, "Hey, it's Littlefinger. Can't trust him." But then I'm like, "Oh wait, no, he's the mayor from the Wire. I like him. <laughs> so I don't know what to do. I don't know. Yeah, that's his two characters that he can't." I can't. I don't know. I don't know what to do. He's like a good actor. I don't know. Uh, so that happened. Uh, something else I've noticed that uh, maybe this is the other problem I have with like being able to relate to the characters. The dialogue scenes are really poorly edited. They seem to cut on lines a lot. So there's never like yeah. a sense of space or like energy. It, it, it feels it, like they just say their line. and It's like, okay, well, that's done. Let's well, go to yeah, the next one. But it's like in between. Like it's as the person is saying it. Oh, yeah. So everything feels like it's like laid over each other. I don't know whether they're doing that to like speed the movie up so they can get to the musical part. Uh, they're doing that to uh, show Rami Malek's acting ability. Yeah. And they're just trying to get him that Oscar win. <laughs> I got to say, man. I really, like, when I first saw him, I was like, this is goofy as fuck. It looks like he showed up for, like, a Halloween costume. Yeah, but, like, 
five minutes in, I'm like, he looks like he he's doing a really good job. Like, yeah, yeah. I started to like just forget he was Rami Malek. I totally forgot he was fucking Mr. Robot. Yeah, I did forget he's Mr. Robot, but I did still see him as Rami Malek. Yeah, he has those distinct eyes. It's hard to ever like. He's got the eyes, he's got the jaw, he's got the lips, but yeah. the teeth kind of help with the lip thing. The teeth. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, the thing is, is like I didn't see him as you know, I didn't see him as Mr. Robot, but I still saw him as uh, Tutankhamun from Night at the Museum. Oh yes, <laughs> his most famous role. <laughs> Anyway, so they're back in the studio. Everyone's yelling at each other. And everyone, this one guy's like, I want to do a song. And then they're like, it's disco. And then the other guy says, it's not disco, it's Queen. And I'm like, okay. And then someone else says, Queen is what, and then, oh, Freddie says, Queen is whatever I say it is. Oh, watch just, out. This just feels like that scene in Walk Hard when everyone's angry at Dewey and he's trying to like make his perfect song or whatever. It feels really goofy. And then the goofiness is like completely tipped over because all of a sudden one of the guys is off in the corner and he starts playing the riff from another one rides the uh, another one rides the bus another, another one rides the bus, bus. <laughs> yeah, he's like oh man weird Al's gonna totally pick this up <laughs> no no he's off the back he's wait till you listen to this one <laughs> yeah they hear they hear weird Al perform yeah. the original song another one uh, rides the bus they're like oh we could totally do something with this yeah. no no the guy plays the riff of another one bites the dust and then uh, everyone's like whoa that sounds great it feels like that bit where it's like whoa this is this is awesome where'd you come up with this that's how all the, and all, all the lyrics the are all discovered. done yep and then I'm in the theater and I start hearing everyone in the audience is going like like bouncing along Aww. to the beat of the song and I'm like shut your fucking mouths I hate you all I feel, you know what what this is what it must be like to watch Mamma Mia in a theater. Totally, man. Like, well, that's the thing. They're catchy songs. Yeah, I know. Queen's great. Like, yeah. I like their music a lot. I, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you can't blame them, but it's just like, it's interesting. Yeah. When you just got like such powerful music that everyone's it. heard all the time. It's played on the radio all the Everyone, time. I'm, I'm surprised no one's sang along. I'm going to yeah. be very honest. Yeah. Uh, then we saw a split screen of that song of um, uh, Another One Bites the Dust. And as that is happening... Uh, we, we see them recording, we see them performing, but we also see Freddie hanging out with guys in leather. Nice. And, and But we never see him really like, maybe we see him like kissing once, but like it's it's more like this this scene is like what, what Freddie is doing now is bad. Like oh. there's like red filters on everything and like we see Freddie in the middle and he like he like walks towards the camera and then the whole thing goes black. Ooh. Like it's supposed to, it's very foreboding this and it's very weird. Cause it's just like, well, this is when, this is when it's supposed to be fun. Like this is the fun part of like, Freddie's a single guy. Now he can do what he wants, but no, hey. the movie's like demonizing it. You know, it's very weird. And I mean, he's still married. I think. No, he's not. Is he not? M- M- Mary is gone. Remember? But she's she, on a still boyfriend. married. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> they're not. They're, I mean, yeah, I know. I, I don't know what they're implying. Maybe, maybe, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. So then we see this awful scene. It's an interview with everyone, and Freddie's there, and Freddie's clearly high. And there's this interview bit where they're like, "What? There, everyone is. There's like a a big a room full of press people, and they keep asking Freddie questions. And there's just this awful lens effect. It's like it's kind of like What's a fish eye. I don't fucking know what they never say because it's supposed to be. This is a PG thirteen. Is it okay? I don't know. I think it is. We should look it up. Oh, I'm okay. pretty sure it is. Uh, so yeah, it's just this awful fish eye out of focus lens, and it looks embarrassingly bad. And there's like zooming in on everybody. It doesn't look. It doesn't feel right. And people keep asking him like. What are the meaning of these lyrics? And they're like, "Oh, are you feeling better, Freddie? Are you high?" And then there's one really great part where one of the band members goes, "I had yeah, a PG thirteen. I knew it. Fucking yeah. knew it." That explains a lot why there's like almost 
no sex scenes at all are just like very like it's just like they, well they, they, but they don't even do a good job implying it like most tg13 movies at least imply it better yeah yeah anyway well, well i guess obviously he 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 did those those leather clad men we did see men in leather mm. and like that's that was already pushing that's crazy far, whoa whoa watch out and no f-words there's, no, there's, no one should say the f-word in this movie there's no pg-13 judas priest that's all I'm saying. <laughs> anyway so uh yeah so everyone keeps asking about his sexuality and he's being a big asshole to everybody and he's just high and then uh, we got a shot of him looking up jim hutton in the phone book and i'm like who's jim hutton <laughs> Uh, and then we see uh, a scene of them uh, filming uh, the music video for I Want to Break Free. And then it's revealed that MTV has banned the music video because they are cross-dressing. <sighs> and everyone's like, we can't do that on television. And every, Just and like you can't lip sync on television. Exactly. Or not lip sync. You can't sing on yeah, television. Uh, so then Freddie says, hey, I've actually, I'm leaving the band. I'm going solo. I've just signed a record deal with CBS. And they want two solo albums. And everyone's like, but, but Freddie, we're going to miss you. You're, you know, you're part of our family. And he goes, he's like, you're not my family. And I'm like, this, it's been 10 minutes since he just said that they were his family. What the fuck is going on? Like this, there, yeah. I know that a character needs to like degrade over time, but there was like never, it didn't feel earned. It didn't. It felt very weird. I felt, yeah, that's how I felt about most of the character stuff. Like, like him becoming, uh, uh, interested in men and not being with Mary just seemed to just kind of happen out of nowhere. Yeah. Like yeah. there's like that one, those two scenes are literally it. And then it's just well, like, or the that, and it's just like, okay, that's like, sure. it needs to happen. So it happens. It happens. That's what it comes they they set to. up like one scene beforehand to be like, okay, we kind of earned it. Right. And then right. It. So, and then the goofiest, one of the goofiest parts is everyone's yelling at Freddie. And one guy says, you just kill queen. You need us. And it's like, this movie was made in very close, like, cooperation with the band so it feels weird to have everyone saying that freddie killed queen you know what i mean mm -hmm. i don't know and then it's also like maybe like killer queen i don't know anyway, <laughs> so you mean queen <laughs> <laughs> so everyone she keeps trying to get a hold of freddie but he's off with paul and paul keeps uh like paul keeps like he's like paul's cutting him off from the rest of the world while freddie works and while freddie parties and it's clear that a lot of it is, is being taken out of him. Like, Freddy's get looking worse and worse and worse. And then we get the scene. Oh the scene God. that needs to happen. Yep. Freddy's in a recording studio. He's listening to the mix. And he's behind some guy. And he starts coughing. And he coughs into a handkerchief. And he pulls the handkerchief away. And there's blood in it. And it's like, really? Really? This is what we're doing? That's a classic if you're getting sick? Like... Why not do something more interesting? Why not have him like at a piano and he's he's writing a song and he starts coughing and he coughs all over like the musical sheet, you know, the sheet music. Yeah. Like that would be interesting. That can create some kind of like visual interest. But you know what we've seen a billion times before? Let's do that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, I don't know, like do something else with this. I don't know. So anyway, so then Lady Mary shows up at the house. She says, I had a terrible dream. And she says, Freddie, you're burning the candle at both ends. And he says, but it burns so bright. And she's like, aren't you, haven't you heard of God, That's so metaphorical to uh, his life. It's just like, shoot me. All right. I know. <laughs> uh, it feels like something that you would find on a piece of wood that is sold at a, at a Walmart. Yeah. And like a mother would put I don't out. have like a little Freddie Mercury engraving. Or yeah, yeah, the, exactly. But the, the brightest stars burn the hottest or something like that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't burn the quickest. It no, burns the hottest. hottest. <laughs> so Mary's like, 
I heard you are doing Live Aid. And he's like, what's Live Aid? And Mary's like, it's the biggest concert that ever will be. <laughs> like, you can't say that. You can't predict the future. Yeah. And so then she, he, he's like, you need to live with me. And she goes, Freddie, I'm pregnant. And Freddie's like, how could you? And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Happening? She's an old woman. What is happening? I know. What is happening? <laughs> and so then she runs away. And Freddie's like, oh, what, what was that bad dream you had about me? And she says, my bad dream was that you were trying to talk to me, but you had no voice. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then, and then she says, "These people don't care about you. Come home." And it feels very much when she says, "These people." She's talking about like these gay people. Oh, the gay community. Yeah, mm. feels weird. Feels very weird. Has Paul done anything bad yet? He has basically like he's he's cut Freddie off from everybody lied to him oh he, he actually okay. comes up to here with Freddie's like asks Paul like hey what happened to Live Aid and Paul's like oh I've never heard of Live Aid I don't know and Freddie's like you get out of my life and then Paul's like <laughs> I'm gonna release info about you being gay and having orgies and uh he does do that okay on yeah television. that's true and then Freddie's like sitting at home watching it and then he calls up the band and he's like hey we all need to m- meet up and so okay so he's at the house and it's raining and he's saying, Paul, we're done. And then Under Pressure starts playing. Okay? Okay. And then it ends. And then we see Paul on television talking about how Freddie's gay and has orgies. And then Freddie calls the band. And he's like, hey, we need to get together. And then that scene ends. And then Under Pressure plays again and then ends again. Yeah, it sounds it's like Bohemian like, Rhapsody. It played multiple times. Just play the song. Or just play like, you know, like just don't put the lyrics in or something. Like have like, why bring it in? Get rid of it and bring it in again. It feels very clunky. Anyway, so then uh, everyone is angry at Freddy. Um, okay. And so then Freddy's like, here's the thing, man. I got all the best musicians to help me when I went solo. And I told him and I paid him the best that I could. And I told him to do what I wanted. And the problem was they did do what I wanted. There was no back and forth. There was no one telling me not to do something or giving me opportunities and chances. And, and that's what George you Lucas, guys are there for. I wish for. George Lucas thought this at some I point. I know. But again, this very much feels like something the band would put in. You know, the band yeah. is saying, you know what Freddie really needed? Us. I mean, he, he could have said those, he could have said those he things. He could have, but we don't know because you know what? The rest of the movie isn't very historically accurate either. It's, okay. I haven't looked that part up yet. I have. So uh, anyway... So then I think my favorite, it's, it's, it's goofy. I'm going to say this part is very goofy, but it's just weird and dumb enough that I liked it. Okay. So he's like, I'm, uh, I, I want you to take me back. Name your terms. And the band's like, okay, we'll tell you our terms. You have to just leave the room. So Freddie gets up and leaves the room and he's outside the room and he stands in front of like a gold, uh, like, what are they, like a gold record. Okay. Because yeah, of course received those. And there's one on the wall behind him, and he stands just so that it looks like he has a halo around him. Yeah, like the old school halo paintings. Like old school Catholic halo paintings. Ones, yeah. Right. And, yeah. Right. And then the manager comes out, and he says, you know, uh, we need to get all this together. And then Freddie says, what if I don't have time? Because he's got AIDS. Uh-huh. But it's like... Him saying that in front of the gold record and he has like the halo. It's like at least there's something there. At least there's some interesting framing. Like they're doing something with the sa- the yeah, scenery. The, the cinematography in this movie is pretty all right for the most part. Yeah. I just thought that was a clever. Like, yeah. There's, a, clever there's, a, there's a couple of those. Yeah. Like you said earlier about the uh, jackpot thing. Exactly. So then he goes back in the room and they obviously take him back. They said the only thing is that I want we, uh, we want all of the songs to be attributed to Queen, not just to Freddie Mercury. And so then they're like, okay, let's get into Live Aid. We're going to do Live Aid. And then one of them's like, but it's career suicide. We haven't played together. 
in years. Oh my god! You know, like we'd have to do that. And so then uh, the manager lists all the people that are going to be a Live Aid, and it's just like, yep, there was a lot of really famous people Live Aid. I can't wait to see footage of Live Aid and see all of these actors who look like you know Bob Dylan and who look like you know because that's going to happen. Nope. You know, no. No, we don't. There is one actor who looks like Bob Gildoff, I think is the, okay. the man's name, the guy who who started Live Aid. He was also in uh, the live action um, uh, Pink Floyd's The Wall movie. Oh, really? Bob Gildoff? Is that his name? Uh, you could tell me anything. Okay. Well, there's that. that he's there. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, the I one believe that you. Yeah. Barely anyone remembers. They got an actor to portray him. Oh, you mean the one I don't remember either. Exactly. So, yeah. so, uh, so Freddie watches AIDS coverage on television. And then he puts a hat and glasses on and it's like, oh, he's preparing for to go to Live Aid. But he's not. He's actually going to the doctor to get information about AIDS. And the people there is like the, the doctor there is like, hey, you have AIDS. And he goes, oh, Wait, he's, he's really just, he just now find out. Just well, now? I think this first time he's getting tested. Oh, OK. Uh, so he gets tested. They tell him. And then he leaves the hospital feeling really downtrodden. And then we see How does one... he know he's going to die then beforehand. I think he assumes that he is because he's fucking coming up blood. Yeah, I guess that's true. I guess you'd go, I don't know. For me, I'm just like, you go to the doctor immediately after that. Like, that's what they do in most. Uh, you know, no, they part, don't. You, I feel like they Sometimes don't have a whole do. meeting of, well, I guess I'll meet my band members. I, think, I guess I'll sign up for this Live Aid thing. I think the other thing, too, is is like he's a famous person. Like, I think he, it would be nerve wracking for him to go to with the, you know, it was still looking. I, I like, guess looked that's down true. You're right. Too. You're right. But it's anyway, true. so he's in the hospital. He's walking out and he's feeling really sad. And then there's this kid in the hospital and he goes, like, hey, oh, he says that to Freddie. And Freddie looks back and sees he's just like covered in like, bruises and scars and stuff oh. and freddie's like yeah he knows my music <laughs> and he's gonna die soon oh no and so then he leaves and then they rehearse and then freddie tells them and uh he's like hey i've got aids and everyone's like oh no oh and everyone's crying and freddie's like i don't want to be the poster boy for aids i don't want people to know that i have aids i want i want i want to make people excited and i want to entertain them and once one guy says you're a legend fred it's just you know these things that have yep. to happen in movies where mm-hmm. someone says that so that's the day of live aid and he finally finds Jim that morning. He finds Jim at his house and he introduces Jim to his family. And his, he like holds Jim's hand, but he still says that Jim's just his friend. And his mom and dad are there and his sister are there. And uh, then uh, he says, today I'm going, I'm going to perform at a concert at Live Aid. Um, I'm not taking any money for it. We're, nobody's taking money. We're just going to do it you know, for, you know, because we want, to do, we want to raise money. Yes. Right? And he said he... he Quotes to his dad the same thing his dad said to him about like you good know, deeds, good, good deeds, good thoughts, stuff right? Like that, yeah. And so then his dad hugs him, and it kind of felt emotional. Like, okay. Like, oh, there we go. This is good. This is really great. It's, I mean, they do establish pretty pretty well that his dad is disappointed in him, right? But then his dad like accepts him, and it's really great. And then, um, so then everyone meets David, and uh, he introduces David to uh, Mary, and Mary and David go off, and then. Uh, David leaves and then he's with the band in the trailer uh, outside of Live Aid and then he goes what do you guys think of David and everyone's like oh you seem nice and then Freddie goes I think he's gay so then they perform the infamous performance of Live Aid in the movie that apparently syncs up perfectly with the actual performance yeah, yeah. in real life and cool. The performance parts are good but then there's shots of the audience which are embarrassing there's goofy shots of like people calling in and they're like, oh my god, we've received a million dollars. Ah, it's like we have to no shit. Like you've all these people here. Like <laughs> I don't care about how much money Live Aid raised. That's not the point of the movie, you know. Like I knew Live Aid. Well, was to good. show he's doing a good deed. We knew he was doing a good deed. We know he's dying. That's way more interesting. Sure. He's performing while dying of yeah. AIDS. So anyway, and then there's this really weird scene 
And I don't know if you can explain it to me. Okay, let me try. And I don't know if... I want people to write in, because I don't think you can. We have the performance, and all of a sudden, we cut to this guy in an office, and he's wearing sunglasses, and I think he's got, like, darker skin, and I've never seen this man before in my life, in the movie, and he's just sitting there quietly, listening to... Does he have glasses? He's got sunglasses. It's the producer. Is it? I think it's the producer, if he has big sun... He always had sunglasses on it. What did the producer look like? He was kind of. He had a hat on. He had glasses. Uh, maybe it was him. But anyway, I, was just, I didn't know who that guy was. Oh, okay. So it's like here's a big performance, then a guy in a desk, and yeah, then they I, cut away. I'm like, I don't know. That's the producer part. didn't believe him or whatever. Didn't believe uh, you know, the the six minute long. Thing. Oh. I think that was him. Oh, okay. All right. I don't know. Maybe it is. So anyway, so then, uh, Live Aid is over. They've performed. They walk off stage. What do you think happens next? The movie ends. That's what do you think happens next? Yeah. They're just gonna like cut to the credits. I think that's it. So they cut the credits. That is how the movie ends. God, I'm so smart. Yeah, and it's just like it it it, it plays to "Don't Stop Me Now" as the credits roll, okay. and they're like, "Freddie Mercury died, <laughs> and the cats died, and everyone went on and whatever." And then um, there's this "Don't Stop Me Now" ends, and I know how "Don't Stop Me Now" ends. I had listened to that song a billion times, but like I think they added an effect to the very end of it when he's like da 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 da, da. you know, the very end when oh, it's yeah. just like there's sort of like an echo. They added like a ghostly echo to it, and it's very off-putting. Oh, <laughs> that's just a way to fade out a song, you know? Yeah, spooky ways. It was very creepy, and that's the end of the movie. All right. So um, yeah, that, that was a great recap of Freddie Mercury's life. That yeah. was by me and Mike. Um, we'll come back and we'll we're gonna do um, Tom Waits next. Uh, <laughs> as far as uh, different famous people, famous musicians. Oh yeah, we just we didn't watch the movie. We, we just we, read we, the Wikipedia. We just Wikipedia. Page. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um. So what? I don't know. I don't know. This is this is a this is a weird movie. It is. I because I didn't. I don't hate it. No. I'm bored by it. I feel like if I watch this in the right mindset, like if someone was like, hey, you want to watch that, that that Queen movie? All right, cool. All right, that's fine. Mm-hmm. I'd be okay with it. But I guess because it's just got so much buzz and so many people being like... And scandal. It's, it's scandal, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, you know, Oscar buzz and all that stuff. It's yeah. just like, I feel like it elevates it and kind of gives it like a different level. Mm-hmm. And then going in knowing now that it's like up for best picture. Yeah. It's like, whoa. Like I could, all right, Raymond Malik, that's fine. He could, he could Raymond Malik actor. is great. Yeah, he's great. He's amazing. He does, the problem with this movie is not the acting. No. It's the writing. It's the writing and I would say some of the directing. Yeah, I'd agree with that too. Um, I, I just think the writing is mostly to blame. I think it's very, a very, very boring script. Yes, it's very cookie cutter, very paint by the numbers. Always like it's just generic. It's, it's just very it, yeah, and it's just weird because it's like there's moments and gl- like glitters of like interesting things, but like overall, and that's the other thing is is like I just feel like I don't know, man. Like I feel bored, and I feel like just it's just like a tedious slog to get to the end of it. Yeah, and it's like I don't know, like I just don't care about anything. Um, I don't hate it. Like I I really don't. But no. I don't. I don't know. I just I, I'm not wowed by it. No. And to say this is one of the best movies of the year is shocking to me. We watched um, Darkest Hour last year. Yeah, we did. Ah, yeah, I see where you're going with this. What do you think about that as a biopic compared to this? Um. Well, oh boy. I don't know. Man. I know they're completely different movies. They're very different films. Uh, well, that's the other thing, though, too. Darkest Hour is clever because it took place over like a month. Yeah, it was very short. Yeah, it was just dealing with him wanting to like do Dunkirk and like the Nazis coming in, 
I don't know. I felt like that movie did a better job of getting me to care about the plight of, of Winston Churchill. Yeah, I agree. Spending a lot of time with him. I agree. Um, Soundtrack, though, is not as good. No, there's not, not enough not Queen as... songs in that. No, I, wish I really wanted more. Winston Churchill to just start belting out. Uh, we will rock you. We will rock you. Germans. To Nazis. Yeah. And then, uh, and then we Dunkirk the comes in and then he thinks we are the champions. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when Dunkirk starts going bad, they go, another one bites the dust. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I I I was very bored by this film. I uh, I think the biggest problem with it is like it's boring, and the director is accused of doing some monstrous things. Yes, yes. <laughs> well, you, oh, so you see, it was also historically inaccurate too. Yeah, there's some historical inaccuracies uh, in it. Um, like uh, Freddie wasn't the only one to go off and do you know uh, uh, have a, a career all by himself. Apparently. Oh yeah. You know, some of the band members also had some solo, uh, some solo projects. Um, you know, apparently, Mar- this is interesting. So even though Freddie lived with what was the name again, Paul? What the fuck is his name? The guy that was cool. What the what guy? That, that, the guy that was cool. Yeah, the guy that was cool that he wound up with. In oh, the oh, uh, Jim. 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 Jim, right. So he winds up with Jim, and he apparently lived the rest of his life with Jim, but oh. when he died, he left all of his possessions to Mary, and then Mary was like, hey, Jim, get the fuck out of here. Oh, that sucks. Apparently, Jim and Mary did not get along very well. Oh, that sucks. Even though in the movie, they seem like pretty good friends. Um, hey, man, money changes someone. Yeah, that's right. There's a lot of... If, if The thing is, it's like, okay, a movie does not have to be historically accurate to be emotional no. or to be good. You know, you can take liberties with the material. Um but if you're gonna take liberties of material, make a more interesting fucking movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's also some things that I find kind of disrespect. I'm just I'm just glancing at Wikipedia right now. Yeah. Over what's uh, what's not accurate? One of them is um, the band members did not know he have he had AIDS until like 1989. Oh yeah. Uh, which is well after uh, Live Aid. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Many years after Live Aid. But you know what? That makes for a more interesting like thing of like they have to perform. But see, that's the thing is like that's an okay so here's that song uh what is it the uh fuck the show must go on yeah right that he 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 wrote and performed that he made uh, a shit ton of more albums after that as he was dying of aids Mm -hmm. that's a very interesting story to tell maybe it's not like the most fun and upbeat but you know what's you know that that can be a great movie right there yeah freddie mercury uh, maybe the movie starts with Live Aid and we see Freddie Mercury at the top of his fucking game and he's doing great and then you just see him like wither away as he continues to perform more and more and everyone's like Freddie you can't Mike, do this Mike that sounds great but this is a legend you can't capture a legend in like that, the five years or whatever uh, of his death of his death yeah you can't do that you can't do that you can't capture him at all yeah you gotta do the whole picture you know no one's done that so we gotta do the whole thing you gotta do everything yeah yeah I don't know man there's a lot there's 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 a lot of historical and factual inaccuracies doesn't I, I don't think it matters no I I don't think it matters too either, much but like it, i feel like that one to me kind of rubs the wrong way yeah it's like a, a diagnosis of health <laughs> um, yeah that they change just to be like oh well you know just so we can get the live aid part at the beginning and have it and have it be dramatic end, and have it be the end of the movie yeah um, i mean yeah i don't know i guess i don't know i i think i think there's better ways to tell the story and i think this one was uh, the safest one and the other thing is is like i can't hand on it too much because it's clearly effective like yeah clearly people liked it we saw in the theater everyone in the theater loved it i have i have friends that really liked it yep i have friends the thing is is like I, i've seen people like hating on this movie they're like this is an insult to freddie and all this stuff and i i will be the first thing i don't know that much about freddie mercury as a person i have not listened to interviews i've not read biographies or anything like that 
Uh, so I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, this isn't how Freddie Mercury was. I don't know what he was like. But watching this movie, I still don't know what he was like. Yeah, that's a good I point. St- like, it was so, so cookie cutter that it, it felt like it couldn't offend anyone, really. Yeah, right? And then what's that's, that's what's offensive about it the most. The most. What are you doing? Is this the guy at the end? Yeah, it is the man at the okay, end. He's you know, showing me a picture of yeah, a man with a beard. I'm making and sure hair. That's, a, that's a producer. You know who that is? Who is that? It's Mike Myers. Shit! I heard he was in the movie. Yep, that's Mike Myers. You know, another cool little bit of casting. One of the 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 the, the band, uh, not the drummer, and not the um, and not the uh, the guy with the big hair, the younger looking dude. Okay. Let me show you. Uh, let me show you a picture. Uh huh. What about him? Okay. Yeah. That. You guy. know that guy? Yeah. Okay. So I think that's John. I think that's the guy who gets mad. John, right. Um, do you know who he is? Does he look familiar to you? Uh, he, <laughs> he looks like the Hobbit guy. <laughs> he looks like the Hobbit guy. All right, well, let me show you uh, a scene where uh, a very famous movie that he was in. Oh, wow. He's that's, the little boy in Jurassic Park. That's the little boy in Jurassic Park? <laughs> He's the little boy in Jurassic Park. He's gone on to do great things. You know what? That kid just disappeared, <laughs> to be honest. That's like the first time. All right. Interesting. Yeah, okay. That's pretty cool. So yeah. that's some pretty cool casting. Yeah, that's all right. But uh, yeah, how'd you like... I don't think you've talked enough about Rami Malek's performance. How'd you like him as, a, as I kinda, like an actor? I, I kind of thought he was okay. I thought he was fine. Oh, um, yeah? He did a good job, but like I just didn't believe... The stuff he said, like, mm. in a lot of ways. I, I think it might be more down to the writing, like you said. But, yeah. like, he was saying the words convincingly, but I didn't believe them. Mm-hmm. And I think it's maybe just because they were just, I don't know, hollow. Yeah. They're, they just didn't, it didn't feel, like, believable. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though, you know, obviously he's larger than life person. So why would he say such believable things? That's true. I, that's the problem with this this movie, I think. Um, I don't know. I feel bad. I don't want to, like, I don't want to... <sighs> It's okay, I, Mike. You can you can not like a movie. I know, but that's the problem. Is I don't want to like it because I know the guy who directed it is a monster. But yeah, I also don't want to hate on it completely because I feel like a lot of people who worked on this did pretty good work. Like I think that, like one of the things I, I read about is the okay. So this the the singing of Freddie Mercury mm-hmm. is three different people. It's oh. it's it's audio of actual Freddie, uh-huh. Rami Malek singing, and also this other guy who's like a singer who like sounds a lot like Freddie Mercury. Interesting. Put them all together. So it's like foreign sizers together. Yeah, <laughs> but I I think that's kind of genius because uh-huh. Freddie Mercury's voice was like otherworldly. Yeah, yeah. He's he's it's a, iconic. It goes beyond being human. Yeah. And the only way to do that justice is to get three people to sing. You know. Yeah. Is 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 to is to is to get like is to put three people together and have them all sing i don't know i, I think that was and the whole effort thing. between doing the live aid like 100 percent accurate we know different angles but right, like a, right. a very accurate portrayal of the, the live aid performance like that's impressive there's a lot of impressive work that's there but like unfortunately i just think that like just because they put a lot of love into they love it too much mm. and they cleaned out and made it very shiny yeah and they put a little bow on top put of a little it. bow on top of it like it's a little too neat of a movie yeah, yeah you know yeah, yeah. and it doesn't have that heart it doesn't have that like kind of grit that it needs to kind of make it hit home it just feels safe despite having all the love in the world put into it yeah i agree with that and it also is missing uh david bowie yeah <laughs> well <laughs> did you guys like this movie uh if you did i would love to hear from you guys if you want to get a hold of us you can find us on facebook instagram and twitter and if you want to drop us a line 
and uh, send uh, thoughts on this movie or any kind of movie recommendations, you can email us at email theotherhalfpodcast.com. And if you want to listen to previous episodes, including our previous uh, uh, Oscar film uh, episodes, you can find them all on iTunes, Google Play Music, and Stitcher. And while you're there, please leave a five-star rating and review. We will read it on the show no matter what it says, uh, even if it is just Queen lyrics. That'd be pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, all right. Yeah, I'd like to read some Queen lyrics. Yeah, I'll say Killer Queen. Yeah. Queen Killer. Queen Killer is yeah. the name of the song, the apparently. Song. Yeah, that's the name of the song. Uh, but yeah, so that's the end of this one. Um, I'm curious what we're going to watch next week. Me I don't too. know what we're going to do, but I'm curious. So of all the other movies that you've seen for the Oscar movies, how do you feel like this? So do you think this is worthy of the Best Picture nomination? Uh, or Best Picture win? How about that? No. no, no, no. <laughs> I haven't seen most of the movies. So I've seen Black Panther. That's the only one you've seen? I think so, oh, yeah. Well, this is going to be a fun couple of weeks yep good night everybody hey all since this is a long episode we're actually not going to correct any mistakes because we didn't have any